Welcome to the Blues Guitar Show podcast with me, Ben Martin, from www.benmartin-music.com. Hope everybody out there is having a great week and that everyone enjoyed the episode last week about The Who, uh, that great Pete Townsend riff, I Can't Explain. Uh, been a really busy week, teaching-wise for me, uh, leading up to having a break over, the, uh, over Easter. Last night we had the band jam in, so we had a couple of groups in last night playing through some songs. We were playing through Free Falling by Tom Petty, Can't Explain by The Who. Uh, what else were we playing through last night? We did a bit of uh, some Red Hot Chili Peppers, Californication. Just a load of really cool tunes. Played through Wheels by The Food Fighters. Obviously, uh, everyone knows that last week Taylor Hawkins of The Food Fighters passed away, which is very sad news. A really fantastic drummer and a band that had a huge influence on me uh, when I was growing up. So, really sad loss for the music. So I've been listening to loads of music over the last week. Uh, I'm just going to reel you off a little bit of what I've been listening to. I know last time I talked a bit about Hot Tuna, and obviously that's still something that I'm listening to a lot of, but I've been going kind of further back in time, uh, getting really into listening to Skip James. Uh, basically, if you haven't checked out the music by these guys, just I would really recommend just taking a bit of this list and doing a bit of homework on it. Skip James, Lightning Hopkins. Uh, I looked at... I, Listen to an album by I know that I don't know how to say this name Hector Anchonodo I think I'm saying that right the the last name is A N C H O N D O Hector Anchonodo which was one of the um, one of the nominees for the Blues Foundation Awards for the best acoustic blues album this year uh, it's called Let Loose Those Chains really really cool sounding acoustic blues. I've been listening to Tommy Castro, Big Joe Williams, Booker White. I've been getting in touch with some of the older stuff that I like to listen to, like Lead Belly. And I was uh, in the car. I was doing a couple of longer drives this week and listening to J.J. Kale. And I thought I need to do an episode about J.J. Kale because he's one of my favourite blues guitarists, a really amazing and underrated kind of blues player. Um, so let's talk about the great J.J. Kale. Singer-songwriter J.J. Kale taught himself the ropes of sound engineering and built his own recording studio while still living with his parents in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He was signed to Shelter Records in 1969 and his first four albums each made the Billboard charts. In 1970, Eric Clapton had a top 20 hit with Kale's song After Midnight. Now something that you'll kind of get to know the more that you listen and check out J.J. Kale's music is that you probably know most of it. It's just played by different people. Every... Uh, one of his tunes, certainly if you get the kind of J.J. Kale best of, has been covered by somebody. So After Midnight was a top 20 hit for Clapton, but originally was a J.J. Kale song, along with his cover of Cocaine, also originally a J.J. Kale song, was a top 40 hit seven years later. Kale's biggest hit, 1972 Crazy Mama, peaked at number 22 on the Billboard Hot 100 and might have gone higher had he agreed to lip sync on the American Bandstand. Clapton called Kale one of the most important artists in the history of rock, and the pair did an album together in 2006. Now, classic tunes by J.J. Kale include After Midnight and Cocaine, famously covered by Clapton, but also Call Me The Breeze, famously covered by 
Leonard Skinner. I mean, the, the list really does go on. He's been covered by so many different artists, and he was one of the best and most prolific songwriters in the history of blues music. He is also credited as being one of the originators of the Tulsa sound, which is a loose genre drawing on blues, rockabilly, country, and jazz. So we're going to be looking at one of my favourite J.J. Kale riffs to play which is from the song Call Me The Breeze, which you may know the Leonard Skinner version of. And basically, a lot of um, J.J. Kale's music was actually a lot more laid back in the original version than it is on the cover versions, especially true of something like After Midnight. After Midnight has such a cool kind of laid back, backbeat feel about it in the original J.J. Kale, um, Kale version compared to the, the famous Clapton version that we all, of course, know. I think for this reason it's why I like having it on in the car. I think it's, it's like perfect driving music, J.J. Kale. So we're going to look at this riff from After Midnight. Now a nice, really simple kind of blues idea. You'll likely recognise it from kind of um, learning your first steps into playing a 12-bar. And it's really fun to play around this one, and it's also a really good one for changing keys. Now, if you want to play in the original key, you'll need to either play this, but with a capo, on fret 2, or play the bar chord version on fret 2 uh, on the top string, so that's the F sharp. But as opposed to doing that, we're going to play the open string version, so you can just have a play and sing and try and get the riff under your fingers. And then if you want to change it to play along with the track, you can just add the capo on fret two on your guitar neck. So we're gonna start off with our finger, first finger on fret two on the fourth string. And for the whole thing here, I'm actually playing with the pick, but you can do this with your fingers. We're gonna play the fifth string and the fourth string together. So open fifth string, fret two on the fourth. And if you're playing with fingers, you can simply pinch those two strings together and release, pinch and release. Or strum with the backside of your nail. We're going to play two, and then we're just going to move only on the fourth string up to four, and then it's going to be open fifth string and fret four on the fourth string. And I'm doing that with my first finger, and then hammering on with my third finger there. And then with my little finger, I'm going to go up to fret five on the fourth string. So we play that together, that's two, four, two, four, five, and then back to four. So that's first finger, third finger, fourth finger, little finger, then back to third. And it's the rhythm, I think, that was really important in this one. We want to try and get that nice, relaxed. So we've got the first bit here, two, four, five, four, and then there's a push. Which means instead of going two, four, five, four, two, four, five, four, that second round, after we've gone two, four, five, four, we go back to the two, we're going to just push it to play it a little bit early. Two, four, five, four, two, four, five, four. You kind of feel that, we're kind of pushing and pulling the beat ahead. And to emphasize that, we're going to go ahead and hit that one twice. 
So that's two, four, five, four, two, two, four, five, four. Okay, it's that kind of quick rhythm change is important. Two, four, five, four, two, two, four, five, four. from there all we need to go to the next section is to move all down a string so then our fingers on the third string fret two we play the fourth and the third string together just keep exactly the same shape just copy and paste it from the fourth and the fifth string to the fourth and the third string classic sounding blues riff but this is really one of the original kind of innovators of this style so loads of fun to play with like I said if you wish to play along with the track you're gonna have to add that capo onto the fret too but really cool thing to practice through now when you're going through this one, just make sure that you're trying to get your strength in all four fingers on your fretting hand. So really try and make sure you're using your first finger, third finger, and your little finger. If you do it all with one finger, which um, you can't see, but I'll play it all with one finger, you'll hear that I can get this, you get all this fret sliding sound, which we don't want, because that really takes away from the kind of relaxed feel of this piece of music. So we want to make sure that we're using all those fingers, not only from a kind of stylistic point of view, getting rid of those fret scratch sounds, but we also want to make sure that we're getting the strength up in our fretting hand. So a really cool JJ Kale riff to practice through this week, and hopefully a list of great music to go home and listen to. If you are new to JJ Kale and you want some album recommendations of where to start, I would recommend checking out the album Troubadour from 1976. I would recommend checking out Grasshopper from 1982. And in terms of live albums, I would check out Moonsmoke, which is JJ Kale live in 1983. That has a really great version of After Midnight on it, uh, as well as a great version of Call Me the Breeze. So some blues homework for you there. Don't forget to head over to benmartin-music.com to download the free PDF books. Don't forget to subscribe to the mailing list to make sure that you get all of my practice notes and things that go along with a lot of these podcasts. If you feel like you get something out of these podcasts and they're useful for you, they are absolutely free. So it really helped me out if you leave a five-star review, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Uh, don't forget you can buy me a coffee in the show notes below. And if you're interested in scheduling a one-to-one online session, uh, there could be an online lesson. It could just be a session where I can help you with something specific about your playing or on what to practice. I can design you a kind of bespoke practice routine for the month or for the year. We can just have a chat, shoot the shit and go through it. And everyone, I hope you have a good week and I'll catch you in the next one.
Are you fully fretboard confident? Do you know where the notes are, how they connect and how they move up and down the strings? My latest book, The Triad Method, is all about using simple three note shapes to completely unlock the fretboard. This book is absolutely full of light bulb moments that are going to demystify the neck three notes at a time. I've compiled a huge number of diagrams, shapes and exercises based on over 10 years of teaching this stuff to make it as simple as possible. Download The Triad Method and see for yourself today. Link is in the description below.